Hi, I am Eli Aringay from On Faith and Fatherhood and welcome to my podcast. Through this podcast, I will be sharing my insights on parenting, homeschooling, family, and faith. It is my belief that family is God's instrument to carry on His commands and decrees from one generation to the next. And as parents, it is our duty to raise obedient and God-fearing children. One of the most common questions that people ask is, why is there suffering in this world? I believe most of us at least ask this once at uh, one point in our lives. Some wanted to know the answer to this question out of curiosity, but most ask because they either experienced or are experiencing suffering. And we are tempted to ask why we can't why can't we just have a life without sufferings why can't everything and everybody be just happy smooth fun and uh, perfect why is suffering a part of our lives history stands witness as to how humanity earnestly try to totally eradicate sufferings in its various forms The desire to absolutely eradicate poverty and uh, inequality actually gave birth to different government and uh, political structures and uh, raised various leaders throughout our history. The desire to eradicate sickness led mankind to achieve several advancements and progress in the field of medical science. But truth is, none of these efforts were 100% successful, right? There may be victories along the way, but there were also setbacks that prevent us from totally removing suffering throughout our existence in this world. And not only are we puzzled and challenged by the question on suffering on a larger scale, if I may say, because all of us feel the impact of suffering on an individual level. We wanted to know the sense, the purpose, and the reason behind suffering, not only because we see suffering on a um, national or global scale, but because we ourselves experience suffering individually. All of us, and uh, by that I mean everyone, experience suffering in the various aspects of our lives. Poverty, financial challenges, relationship concerns, sickness, disease, persecutions, various hardships, and death. You see, these are just some of the many things that we experience daily. The bottom line is this. Suffering is part of our lives. Suffering is certain in this world. We will surely suffer one way or another. And that is simply the same for everyone, regardless of your uh, social status. Suffering knows no gender, status, or position in the society. Irrespective of whether a person is good or bad, a believer or an unbeliever, a Christian or otherwise, everyone will suffer. The certainty of suffering is indisputable. And maybe for some of us, 
We asked this question not without any dilemma. We wanted to know why there is suffering in the world, knowing that there is a loving God who rules the entire universe. If God is love, one may ask, why does He allow suffering even for those who believe in Him? Why does He allow faithful Christians to suffer? Why would a gracious and merciful Creator seemingly leave His creation alone to experience suffering and misery? These are just some of the questions that I believe have perplexed a lot of us. You see, there's so much to that there's so much that can be said in response to these questions that I post. One would be the truth that suffering is an effect of sin. Suffering as a consequence of sin can be traced all the way back to the Garden of Eden. When Adam and Eve fell, all of mankind fell into sin and misery. Consequently, suffering becomes a certainty since every human being is disconnected to God. Suffering may also be a consequence of one's wrong actions. As I've said in the previous podcast, actions have predictable consequences. So if let us say a person abused his body physically by vices like drinking alcohol or smoking, I won't be surprised that if that person suffers from a critical illness later on. Suffering, biblically speaking, is also a way by which God sanctifies believers. It is a means through which God brings Christians to maturity. Their sufferings in life solidify and strengthen a believer's hope for a better condition, a better place, a better disposition that is anchored on the deliverance that God has through Christ. There is so much to be said about suffering from a theological standpoint actually, and I suppose a few minutes allotted to this podcast episode won't be enough to drain this topic on suffering. Again, to put it in a short statement, suffering is certain in this world and it happens to everyone for various reasons. Now, on to the theme of this podcast, which is basically about parenting. (laughs) What are some of the things, some of the truths that we can teach about suffering to our children as we rear them towards the understanding and fear of the Lord. But first, I have to say that it is important for parents to have a ready explanation to their children about suffering. Either our children will probably seek answers later on by asking the same question of why is there suffering or They will need to hear what parents have to say about suffering because, listen to this, it will help them go through life and process their daily experiences. Our children will eventually be exposed to the realities of sufferings, passively or actively, as bystanders or the one who actually is undergoing suffering. And how they respond in the midst of suffering as they grow up, can clearly reflect how they were trained 
by their parents. It is therefore important that they must have a good grasp and a strong conviction about what God and His Word, the Bible, has to say about suffering. On this note, I want to share three things that parents can teach their children about suffering as they are growing up. Number one, suffering is part of life. Suffering is part of life. Actually, I already mentioned this a while ago. This is something we have to admit. We cannot totally get rid of sufferings. We cannot remove sufferings in this world. It is part of the curse of sin. You have a fallen world consisting of fallen individuals, then we should not be surprised of this truth. Persecution, disease, and basically all miseries in life are primarily rooted on the fact that sin separated the world and humanity from God. Our children must know the truth of sin because in so doing, they will be able to look at suffering with a deeper perspective. Looking at sufferings from the perspective of sin will enable our children identify the root cause of all the hardships, troubles, and miseries that we face in this life. I'm not saying that we teach our children to be passive over the sufferings of other people. Of course, part of our human responsibility is to do our best, do what we can to alleviate the sufferings of other people if, if we have the chance. But by accepting that there is a deeper reason for suffering, our children will be able to admit this truth as part of our reality, temper their expectations, and look beyond the facade that is suffering to address the bigger issue, which is sin. So suffering is, a part, is part of our life. Next. Our sufferings do not define who God is. We, we teach our children that our sufferings do not define who God is. I believe that to question the existence of suffering premised on the existence of a loving God shows, um, and I'm sorry to say this, our ignorance on this matter. And we do not want our children to grow up ignorant as well, right? Here's the thing. I believe that to ask why is there suffering when we have a loving God is basically asking the wrong question. Why? Because our sufferings do not absolutely tell us who God is. We have to tell our children that the character of God is not based on our earthly circumstances. Just because we suffer at times, that does not mean that God is not loving, that God is not gracious and merciful. In the same way, when things seem to be out of control, resulting in the sufferings of many, that does not show that God is not in control, that He is not sovereign. We have to teach our children that God remains to be loving, good, kind, full of grace, full of mercy, and is in absolute control over all things in spite of the existence of suffering. 
our sufferings do not catch God by surprise. As a matter of fact, everything happens and will happen according to His will, to God's will. The last thing that we want for our children is to lose their belief and faith in God just because they or other people suffer. God remains to be God regardless. And this now leads me to the third point. Number three, sufferings make us hope in God's deliverance. Sufferings make us hope in God's deliverance. Because suffering is certain and because God's character does not change, we can be confident that our present sufferings won't be forever. And this is only true to those who place their faith in Christ. Hence, I will go back again to the importance of sharing the gospel to our children. Our children must learn that God will never let His own people suffer forever. Relief will come sooner or later. Deliverance may or may not come in this life. Only God knows. But even when the deliverance that we expect does not come in our lifetime, it will surely come in the afterlife. By teaching our children that present sufferings lead one to hope in and long for God's deliverance, we are training them to always have an eternal perspective and to view life through the lens of God and His Word. Again, suffering is part of our life. Sufferings do not define who God is. And sufferings make us hope in God's deliverance. On account of these three points, the question now is, how must our children respond to suffering? Short answer, trust God. Trust the Lord. Our children must learn to trust God in the midst of suffering. And this is the same encouragement that they have to tell others. Know God and learn to trust in His will, in His ways, in the face of sufferings. Admittedly, we cannot, have, we cannot always have a correct answer why a person suffers. There are many reasons why, and I mentioned those reasons a while ago. But the question now is no longer a question of why. It now becomes a question of how. How must our children respond in the midst of suffering? Or maybe you could ask that as well. How must I respond in the midst of suffering? Not only does it become a question of how, it also becomes a question of who. Who is God in the midst of my pain and sufferings? The character Job in the Bible, if you're familiar with him, is, um, was faced with the same dilemma. In the book of Job, he was seeking answers from God for the suffering that he for the sufferings that he experienced he lost everything not only the material things that he possessed but even 
his family, and loved ones. Worst, he was surrounded by friends who, instead of encouraging him, quote-unquote, counseled him with their personal opinions about Job's sufferings. They were ignorant of the spiritual reality that was going on between God and the devil and how God commends the righteousness of Job. They were unaware that everything that happened to Job was the plan and the will of God all along. In the last few chapters of the book, the the book of Job, God responded to the queries of Job. But instead of responding to the whys of Job, instead of telling Job the reasons for his sufferings, instead of giving Job a picture of what is happening in the spiritual realm of these scenes between God and the, the devil, God lectured Job as to who he is, lest Job forgets. God reminded Job about his power, his majesty, his wisdom, and his glory. God told Job how he created everything into existence and how his providence sustains all creations without the need of a counsel from anyone. And Job finally responded with confession repentance, and humble submission to the will of God. Friends, none of us can question the wisdom, the will, and the purpose of God. And this includes our present sufferings. Everything works according to God's will, purpose, and time. And this again includes our sufferings. Must we lose heart then? No. We respond with hope and trust that the Lord will one day deliver us from all forms of sufferings when everything is made new. This is something that our children must learn. This is something that we as parents must also learn. So that's it for today's episode. Till next time.